best song ever. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? I'm doing good, Brian. How about yourself? I know you're doing one of those classic lake and bakes up there. <laughs> That's right. I am at a lake house currently with, with some family celebrating the 4th of July. Uh, there's going to be some fireworks, there's going to be some hot dogs, Oh boy. there's going to be some dips, uh, to eat, and also in the water, um... Nothing says America to me like dips. I know, right? All sorts of dips. Um, you got your skinny dips. Uh, that's, that's the one I'm most interested in. Yeah. But, um, also... Forget all that. I'm just excited to uh, stream Hamilton starting right? today, yeah, exclusively on Disney Plus. I know. I've got my powdered wig ready and my trousers. <laughs> I I need to get the yep. rest of the outfit, pull it together in the next couple of days. I don't know where I'm going to get these elaborate uh, ruffled shirts from, but I'll figure it out. Mm. You know, summer is heating up. Yep. You got the you got the dips. What else can you want? You know? Let's take a a dip in a nice little tune pool here. Um <laughs> this is of course best song ever where Brian and I have selected a few songs that we're going to play for you and for each other and if Brian plays one that really blows me away, I'm going to give it my stamp of approval, which is Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. And likewise, if I play one that really rings Brian's bell, then he's going to give it his stamp of approval, which is... Papa Likey. I'm going to start us off with an artist that I played on the podcast back in December of 2016. Whoa. This is Alex Eisenberg. Alex uh, came out with his debut album Harlequin in 2016 and established his style of DIY chamber pop. Uh, I was very impressed with the compositions he created on that album. And I actually recently interviewed him, and we talked about his sophomore album, Caravan Chateau, which is coming out at the end of July. And on this album, he takes that established style and just takes it to the next level. And this album was also mixed by Grizzly Bear's Chris Taylor. And uh, the last song has contributions from Jonathan Ratto from Foxygen, which is funny. I told Alex, I was like, man, I feel like he should work with Jonathan Ratto. They got sort of a similar style. And then uh, he's like, yeah, we worked together on Caravan Chateau. And he said, when I heard Foxygen San Francisco, I was like, but what am I going to do for music? Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he really captures that sort of like 60s soulful rock vibe with some like ragtime piano and uh, like horn and string compositions that are amazing and take you by surprise and uh that's what we're going to hear on this uh song this is the first single from the album called disraeli woman and this uh the instrumental sound like they're out of a 60s soul record kind of reminds me of like the isley brothers and it's just such a fun catchy song with awesome orchestration it's been stuck in my head constantly so let's take a listen to alex eisenberg with disraeli woman Yeah. 
enjoyed that soulful vibe going on there kind of uh sun-kissed and nice and and summery good for (laughs) fourth of fourth of july on the lake right yeah it gives you that feeling of going to france to dance with your lover like he talks about i've never done that but i could see doing that to this song um yeah i i enjoyed it the vocals are a little like I, I feel like I would need to get used to them a little bit more. Maybe it's just not. I don't know. They're they're a little off to me, but th- that's just me. Yeah, I think that's kind of his style, and uh, it has a charm that I gravitate to. This album is a sort of a reflection on love, and uh, Alex confided in me that he hasn't been in a relationship in over ten years but it's him sort of looking back on his life and his relationships and the insights uh, he's learned. And he was also really inspired by the Fleet Fox album Crack Up and was really inspired by the way Robin Pecknold like wrote his lyrics. So I feel like you can uh, s- notice a more like poetic sort of cryptic meanings to his lyrics and that's what he's he's called them like riddles like the songs being riddles where you have to sort of dig in and really pay attention like when i read the lyrics um i was noticing things that i hadn't before i was getting the whole image so i love lyrics like that where it's like you get the feeling 
you relate to it, the overall point, but the specifics of what's being said are sort of a mystery to you. And so they just sort of bring these images to mind. And so he does that really great throughout this album. And when I interviewed Alex, he was telling me that he was sort of disappointed by the response to his last album, Harlequin. He thought it was going to get a much bigger response. And, you know, he's a new artist, DIY artist, so it probably didn't match his expectations. And so he was getting down about it. And something that we've talked about a lot recently is how you can get fixated on something like that and get down on yourself and fail to see what you have. And so uh, that's a little context for this clip we're about to hear of Alex sort of talking about that. And we are also discussing his playlist on Spotify, Alex's Faves, which I highly recommend. Brian, you especially, I think will really love it. He's got this great Jim Croce song, and that's what he's going to talk about in this clip. So here's a clip from my interview with Alex Eisenberg. You know, there's that Jim Croce song, Time in the Bottle. So good. Um, I, I actually listened to that this morning and I started crying because it's just, it's so beautiful. And I thought of my family and I thought of my dog who recently died. And, and I just thought of how precious life is and how, even though, you know, for me personally, I think, oh, well, you know, this isn't happening or this isn't happening, so I'm sad. But, you know, in reality, it's like I have all these great things and people and friends and family in my life. And yeah. I have my health and I have, you know, I have a label. I have, I have songs to make. I have family who supports me and loves me. I have, right. I have friends who think I'm cool, you know, and I have a roof over my head. And I I just felt thankful for those things and I just cried a little bit. But yeah, right. Time in a Bottle, such a, outside of just the song itself, which is amazing, it's a really beautiful recording too. I think they right. captured like a really good vibe in that recording. I really relate to what you're saying there because I feel like I, I feel that sometimes too where you think of, oh, my life maybe might not be this vision I had before, but then you fail to see everything you have accomplished and everything you do have. That's really beautiful. Yeah, and that's, that's you know, that kind of mentality is what is the main catalyst that got me to where I am today. I'm not saying I'm like this huge successful guy, which I'm not, but you know, like I made an album that I'm proud of and I did it because I was trying to make myself happy and did it for the love of recording and recorded music. I wasn't doing it to cater to, you know, other people, who I don't know or whatever. I was just doing it because it made me happy and it, it makes, it brings me joy because like, you know, I told someone recently, like, I feel like music is like one of, if not the great love of my life. So music is the love of his life. And, uh, so it would make sense that he would use his one love to reflect on his other loves throughout his life. And that's what he's doing on this album. So that was Alex Eisenberg with Disraeli Woman from Caravan Chateau. That's out July 31st on Domino. And keep an eye out for my interview with Alex, which will be 
up on offshelf.net next week. So I'm going to move on and, and play a song by a band who I think Alex Eisenberg's music, it seems like he kind of has a bit of fun or a sense of uh, sense of humor Absolutely. injected into into his music. And I think that this band uh, does that as well at times. Uh, this is from the Montreal band Pottery. Oh. I know that you have been enjoying this band mm-hmm. and album quite a bit lately. Yeah. I actually need to listen to it more because I just listened to it once and was like, mm. wow. Probably one yeah. of the most surprising responses i've had to an album <laughs> yes it's uh it's a fun journey um it it goes in a few different directions and it's a lot of fun along the way as well uh it's has some nice surprises and it's just fresh and invigorating rock music um at times it reminds me of talking heads uh or devo or a combination yep. Uh, of of those, uh, along with some other sounds worked in as well, uh, and I really love uh, the uh, the the album starts with this instrumental track, and it's just going right off the bat, gets you pumped up and psyched to listen to the album, and then the second track is what we're gonna listen to today, which is called Hot Heater, and that really mm. gets into the band's sound. Yeah, uh, and it's a it's a fun sound. It's really uh, really interesting. The band talked about this song in particular, saying um, there are environmental themes on this one, uh, but we mainly wanted to make a disco song with a robotic feeling, something that could be easily chanted. Austin, who's a member of the band, was originally really interested in heat as a musical concept and feeling. Um, and oftentimes he would be in the studio joking around and yelling stuff at us like, let's make it hot right before a take. Mm. Um, and that's what they do on this song. And a lot throughout the album, I can see them being inspired by heat and making sure things are hot and fresh. This song is a great example of their sound. A good introduction to this album, um, which branches out from from this this is kind of a good core base to start out with so let's go ahead and listen to pottery with hot heater
gonna have to give that a lordy lordy berry gordy i mean just the in the end that's amazing (laughs) but uh yep yeah like you said there's sort of like an instrumental uh track that starts us off which definitely is like awesome and pulls you into the album and then you hear this and i was just it it's wild how much he sounds like david byrne like i can't even believe it because i think there's like many bands who sort of do that style that talking heads did but i feel like this one i'm like am i listening to david Byrne right now it's pretty wild and uh that part where sort of halfway through is like that kind of reminds me of the free your mind the rest will follow you know that song mm. from like the 80s or i yeah. don't remember what that song is but yeah that part reminded me of that which i was like oh that's interesting but i love the talking head style this the energy of this is fantastic and it just rocks out and constantly go into new places so i i love this band and i can't wait to listen to more of this definitely it's it's a it's a fun album to to really dive into um and they absolutely have great energy and um they actually went on tour before this album was released with um some bands that also just ooze energy um they went on tour with parquet courts oozy <laughs> vocs oozier and fontaine's dc little oozy vert <laughs> little oozy vert yeah that's good um i would have loved to see uh some of those shows there yeah good rock bands uh and they fit in really well alongside them so check this out that was pottery with hot heater from welcome to bobby's motel which is out now on partisan records and i turned off the air condition in my apartment uh for sound purposes mm-hmm. and it feels like i'm getting in a hot heater you know what i mean All right. i do you probably smell bad no i smell great how dare you oh i'm sorry you're talking about how well my sense of smell works, right? Because, like, no, someone's no, no, no. cooking, like, garlic chicken across the street, and I'm getting whiffs of it over here. Ooh, that's that sounds pretty good. You should go grab you some. Go grab you a plate. They're not real. I made it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, my next song was a... It's a belated birthday present. They gave it to me on time. This album came out on May 29th on my birthday. But I'm just now getting to play it for you. And uh, this is an amazing album. And I was very happy with this birthday present that was given to me by the band Jade Hairpins. Oh, yeah. This is, this is some good stuff, man. I was actually supposed to play a song of theirs back in 2018. And I never ended up playing the song. So I come to find out now in 2020 that Merge Records was currently promoting the Fucked Up album. Uh dose your dreams great album i believe you played a song from it back in 2018 Mm -hmm. and 
so they weren't really promoting this as much. And now it's all made so clear. It's because it's two members of the band Fucked Up who founded this band. This is band that was made up of Fucked Up Drummer. Fuck. Guys, I'm just saying the name of the band. I'm not trying to dig mm-hmm. on his drum skills at all. Yeah, I don't know. This is Fucked Up Drummer Jonah Falco. Hey, he's a good drummer. He is a good drummer. You should be I, nicer I know. To, to him. He, no, okay. I'm being nice. <laughs> I'm playing his song. What do you want from me? Oh, um, yeah, that's true. And fucked up songwriter, guitarist, Mike Kalachuk is also in Jade Hairpins. And this time they did an old swippy swap. And uh, Jonah what? Falco is the front man and main lyricist. <gasps> he describes the new record as straddling the post-punk of something like New Order, Scritty Politty, and Orange Juice with a primordial sense of humor and absurdity not unlike Ian Dury and the Blockheads, television personalities, or the Monks. Uh, So when I first heard uh, the song Mother Man, which is actually the closing track on the album, uh, it was sort of more electronic. There's also another song called Don't Break My Devotion, which is along those lines too. But similar to Pottery, uh, they can do that sort of new ordery uh talking heads type thing sometimes but then they go to different places and the song i'm gonna play is one of the ones that surprised me because this was not the sound i remembered from the band when i heard it but when i listened to it i loved it it's so bright and sort of sunny brian another summer song that you can listen to out there at the lake house um, while you're laking and baking so let's uh get into it now and we'll talk about it after Here's Jade Hairpins with Yesterdang. Regrets in the way 
Like that song, Papa Likey that album, yeah. Um, really good. If uh, you listener out there haven't checked it out yet, please do. It's it's good stuff. Um, and you're right, it goes in some interesting directions. It could have been pigeonholed in like a just a retro sort of sound, but they don't do that. This is a nice, uh, I'm, I'm glad you picked this song, it's a nice kind of uh, representation of the diversions that they take and while still having some um, ties back into the references uh, of bands like New Order um, this song specifically reminds me of one of the ballads on New Order's album Technique uh, the the vocal performance does but it's with different music more guitar centered and um, with a weird spooky spoken uh part in the in the middle there uh which uh, made me a little scared but it's okay i'm all right uh and overall yeah it's a nice sunny song i want to go float in the water now because of absolutely it. well we got to finish the episode but then i'll let you go i'll release you um <laughs> Thank you. yeah i know yeah i love the uh really most of my favorite albums this year do this thing where you don't know what to expect from each new song, which some people might think is disjointed. But I, the way I sort of look at it is like looking back at like the 70s, 80s, 90s, they all had like a sort of signature musical style that everyone associates with that era. But now that mm-hmm. we're in the 2000s, like I feel like the new style is to just blend everything from the past into something new. And so. I don't need, I'm like, it, it can be tough to 
keep a style consistent and engaging throughout a whole album. So I sort of like that people are mixing it up now and taking you by surprise. I mean, the song after this one started playing, it sounds completely different. And I uh, I really love a lot of albums that, that do that. And this one is definitely one of them. Talking about the song, I, I just feel like I don't hear anything like this. Not that it's necessarily this new revolutionary sound. It's just, I don't think people are doing exactly this and so when i heard this album it was so refreshing just the way they blend that sort of like bouncy guitar with that synth it just creates such a unique sound that i don't hear enough Mm -hmm. and then the sort of sunniness of it is is refreshing as well and the lyrics i feel like how i interpret him talking about yesterday and saying regretting the way the road went but remembering or regretting the way the road turned, but remembering where it went or something. So I I think about like people who say, I have no regrets and I'm like, well, you should have some regrets because otherwise you're not growing and changing as a person. Um, (laughs) Right. So I, I like that idea of being like, yes, I do regret things, but I'm going to look at it, recognize why I regret it and learn from it and see where it takes me, you know? So Beautiful song, awesome album. Everybody needs to listen to it now. So that was Jade Hairpins with Yesterday from Harmony Avenue, and that is out now on Merge Records. All right. I feel like our songs um, are pretty in sync. Uh, not not the boy band, but um, like we're, we're synced up uh, with what the feel that we're going for here. Right, right. Um, I have my my next song is also nice and summery and a bit dancey and a nice Ooh. electronic pop sound um where yours was maybe a little more guitar driven but yeah. I feel like they're these songs are related in some sort similar of similar vibe yeah absolutely um and this comes from uh, this comes from Discovery Zone, which is the solo project of JJ Wheel, who's in the band Fenster, who I've not actually listened to. I don't know if you have. Have Have you heard that band? No, but we used to go to the Discovery Zone on school trips, and we'd like put our hand on the ball with lightning in it, and yeah, yeah. learn about gravity. I forgot about that. That's fun. <laughs> that wasn't called the Discovering Zone. I'm just oh, joking. I thought there was a place called. I don't know. No, you, you know you where we me. used to go, Brian. Where's that? I tricked you. You know what it was actually called? It was Kosai in oh, Ohio. Okay, yeah. I I don't know. That may have been after your time, but I remember I was so excited to go to Kosai because there was the bike that you get to like ride across a trapeze oh, yeah. wire. That was cool. And I don't think I ever end up doing it. <laughs> too afraid just like to to watch the other yeah. people i was young i just watched other people yeah yeah that's what you did that's one of my grits yesterday mm. man should have gone on that bike <laughs> so um discovery zone again is jj weil and she is um from new york but based out of berlin now the project discovery zone uh kind of lets jj experiment with some kind of surreal new agey-ish experimental pop sounds and the song that we're going to listen to uh dance to was the fur one of the first songs that jj wrote for the album um and she says this about the song 
I remember finding this beat on an old Yamaha keyboard and playing the chords on my guitar in my studio. I was absolutely elated. I was dancing around the room. In the beginning stages of writing the songs that ended up on this record, I lacked a lot of confidence. I've been making music and touring for the past several years with my band Fenster, but this project is the first time I've ever tried to write and record music on my own. And so I think you get the the feeling from the lyrics of that kind of self-doubt and wondering, but like she says, the music is so joyful and happy, and I, I just love the combination of those two things, especially in the context of branching out and trying something on your own and something new. And um, it's been a really inspiring song for me to listen to, just uh, to remember the the story here and um, kind of inspire myself to to remember to try new things um, and be adventurous. And even if you're doubting yourself, you could still have fun and feel that joy. So let's go ahead and listen to Discovery Zone with Dance 2.
I'll give that a Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. I absolutely loved it. There is no shortage of shimmer here. <laughs> so many great synth sounds uh, that are shimmery. And then that little doot, doot, doot one that was cool. Um, and when it starts, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm getting Whitney Houston. I'm getting I Want to Dance with Somebody. And then when the rest of the instrumentals come in, it's not really that vibe I was expecting from the beginning and it's a little softer and, Mm -hmm. um, but it still has that great dancey, like eighties beat throughout. And so I really liked that what you were talking about with the songs being very upbeat, but this has, you know, sort of an emotional tone to it as well, but it's still fun and dancey. And yeah, I loved all the sounds. I thought her vocals were great. Good stuff. I like how the verses are a bit more, um, like you said, uh, more upfront, like catchy, dancey, and then it gets a little ethereal, and the chorus comes in, and yeah. the the lyrics in the chorus are, I think, really good. And I I just was reading them. I I didn't even realize what they were, but um, she said sings, uh, "Don't matter what you got if you can't get free, your lips can smile, but your eyes still lie." And, um, it's just that, that whole thing about, um, doing, doing something that you feel like you can't get free of and, um, having that doubt, uh, lingering with you and you can pretend that you're okay. You can put on a facade, but deep down you're, you're able to see that there's, uh, something more, uh, behind the picture. So. Um, yeah, I just think the song is super cool. That's great. And when you're talking about how, you know, this came out of a time of a lot of self-doubt, but then you're describing when she makes this song and is dancing around all excited and confident about it. Uh, that's really great that the music brought her to that place. And I mean, really, if the artist is loving the song, it's probably going to be a great song. That's right. So that was Discovery Zone with Dance 2 from Remote Control, which is out now on Mansions and Millions. Wow. That's that's like fancy. <laughs> that is. I uh you know, me and my wife are looking for a house right now and someone said, We've got a mansion. And I was like, Oh, a mansion? That's great. It's so cheap. And we go over there. They just wanted us to turn our back on their friend. They were like, no, this is a man shun. You have to shun this guy now. And so that was disappointing. (laughs) So my next song comes from an amazing singer-songwriter who I have uh, loved these past couple years. So this is a singer-songwriter who just put out his amazing album Tomb last year. And... That was put out on the Asthmatic Kitty Records Ah, uh, label, which was founded by Sufjan Stevens. And this song we're about to hear actually features Sufjan Stevens. And this song comes to us from Angelo D'Augustine. He has a really unique voice and a sort of soft and timid, beautiful uh, way of performing. And... Sufjan and him uh, put out a video for his last album where it was a live performance where Sufjan was playing piano and he was playing guitar along with them and singing. And then, but this song is actually the first time they've recorded together. 
and Sufjan contributes some guitar and vocals on this song. And this song has a beautiful sort of haunting quality with a melody that will get stuck in your head. So let's take a listen to Angelo D'Augustine with Santa Barbara. that song Man, that was nice and right? beautiful it sounded like it could have been like an outtake from carrie and lowell yeah uh, sufian's last album even though it wasn't a sufian song it had like the finger picking style mm-hmm. that was throughout a lot of that album um and just really really beautiful 
Sufjan did contribute guitar, so I think that that is him uh, playing there. And so he lends his signature style and blends it with Angelo's. And Angelo actually uh, produced this uh, song himself, and I think he did a fantastic job. Just every part of it is so beautiful. And like you're saying, like Carrie and Lowell, the power of that album was how minimal it was and how little tricks and frills were added and just the sort of bass elements and the songwriting are just so strong that you don't really need much more than just the vocals and guitar and maybe a little piano. It seems to me that this song is sort of talking about this like search for meaning and love and just the mystery of life is the second verse has this Sherlock and Watson decide on a true mystery of the mind one Arthur Doyle would cease to write and like just talking about this sort of like mystery of life and love and then the part where it goes really bright and there's sort of like the key shift uh and he says oh my love I'm lost again and so I I get that sort of feeling throughout the lyrics of him being like I'm lost like in this sort of mystery of life and then the the last verse is very telling. It says, All this life has been a disguise except for the hand in mine belonging to my one true love in Santa Barbara on Hanukkah. And so he brings it all back to this like moment of true love. The subtlety and quiet beauty of it is uh, really, really powerful. So that was Angelo de Augustine with Santa Barbara. That's out now on asthmatic kitty records so normally at this time in the show we do something that we call shouts which is highlighting music that we're excited for in the week um this is kind of a slow week so we don't really have those but i thought it would be good to um shout out a uh, publication that i get a lot of information and um and inspiration from uh, in in the music industry. Uh, I'm talking about Stereogum.com. I check this website so much. I check it several times a day. I love it. I, I love um, their writing and yeah. the fun... Co- it actually has a fun comment section, which you can't say for much uh, internet places these days. But Stereogum is in danger of shutting down at the moment i didn't know Um, this yeah it's it's really sad so a little backstory they um they began independently in like 2002 and were just a community of music nerds who were writing about music eventually they became bigger and bigger and got bought by a parent company and um Earlier this year, the original founder and editor-in-chief bought back Stereogum, and so they've been operating independently. Um, But Then COVID uh, happened. Exactly. And their, you know, ad revenue and and everything plummeted. And so they have right now on their um, site a link to an Indiegogo campaign, which is doing really well so far. But I just want to shout them out and encourage you to check their website out, check out that uh, Indiegogo campaign, and, um, you know, maybe contribute to it so a really cool independent voice in the music industry can keep going. All right, folks. 
that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, we're the Sons of Three Daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Just head over to Planet Ant Theater on YouTube. Head over to planetantpodcast.com uh, or the Facebook page for Planet Ant Podcast. They're constantly putting out uh, live streams and podcasts. And actually, if you go on that YouTube channel, you can see me on the uh, Planet Ant Movie Trivia Show where I... Uh, watched the movie bad boys with will smith and martin lawrence and i absolutely Mm. destroyed my competitors and they were (laughs) they were really great guys spoiler alert yeah spoilers (laughs) i win um it becomes pretty apparent pretty quick um but they were really great guys so it uh pained me to put them to shame with every new question but i uh i did and it was really fun and they were great and so you can go check that out on the Planet Ant YouTube. Our other daddy is, of course, Offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. Um, and not to make this all about Luke, but soon Luke will have an interview with Alex Eisenberg, as we mentioned earlier I in sure the show. I sure will. Uh, go, check, go check that out. There's also a lot of other cool interviews with different people in the music uh, industry, as well as gaming and other entertainment Offshelf.net has uh, also hosts our Kissing Cousins podcast. Tell me all your thoughts on Pod. Going into 90s alternative rock top charting songs and uh, dissecting them from the 90s. It's a good nostalgia trip. Go check that out. All right. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian, Mr. LeBen, if you're nasty. This is the best song ever. Been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast. This is this is some good stuff, man.